0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Take the Lead. It is me, the one and only, John O'Halloran. If you guys want to follow my social media, it's always been the same. It's been the same the last few years, but you guys don't follow it, but it's okay. You don't have to. Instagram is John JohnOHalloran15. Twitter is underbar JohnOHalloran. If you guys want to keep up with us on the uh, Take the Lead social media, it's both Take the Lead on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Ryan cannot make the podcast podcast today. He, he had to uh, work today making that uh, extra money, a little overtime. But um, anyways, the first um, story we're going to start with is uh, Dak Prescott uh, will not be returning tomorrow against the Rams. Originally, he did want to come back, but... um Jerry Jones uh, said he didn't want to close uh, the door on Prescott, uh, Prescott return in Week 5, despite revealing that the quarterback still can't grip the ball well enough to play. So uh, Cooper Rush is expected to start under center once again with Will Gares serving as a backup. So uh, Jerry Jones was on a radio station called 105.3 The Fan. He said, I know it's better. I know he's going to go every day, make progress, uh, to, uh Toward being uh, be able to grip the ball, he'll have a big week, and uh, and he'll be hard on himself getting ready to go. Jones also added, "Yesterday was my day off. My point is, we're just starting the week. Let's see how the week goes." So, uh, you no, know, he's been sidelined since uh, the Cowboys' uh, season opener against the uh, Buccaneers, after undergoing a uh, surgery on a fracture near his thumb. He said last week he was targeting a Week Five at return against the uh, Rams. Uh, no, since you no know, Cooper Rush has taken over, he's the one. Uh, All three of his starts, Uh, he has thrown four touchdowns to zero interceptions. He's engineered uh, two game-winning drives. Um, So Jerry Jones said in September he would uh, welcome a quarterback competition if uh, Cooper Rush played well enough. You know Tuesday he doesn't see a scenario in which Rush starts over healthy Prescott. Um, You know, tomorrow's a big task for um, Cooper Rush and this Cowboys team. Uh, I know the uh, Rams offense hasn't really been... uh, what it was last year, so far this season. So this is a really big opportunity for Cooper Rush to go through and get this win. Uh, the NFC East is wide open now. You got two teams that are three and one. You got one team that's four and zero. Oh. So if Cowboys can go and get this W, if the Eagles lose tomorrow, this is really anyone's. Um, this is anyone's division. And I said it on a uh, one of my YouTube videos. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's uh, on the Take the Lead uh, YouTube page. I also made one for my own uh, my own YouTube my own YouTube channel. It's called uh, The House of Sports. If you guys want to check it out, you're more than welcome to, and definitely consider subscribing. Um, also, you know I said uh, the the Cowboys had a, no, a, a tough schedule. There was some games that were tough, and some games that wasn't. And Cooper Rush has been doing a good job winning the games he's supposed to. And tomorrow will be a very big task for that to happen, especially next Sunday when they travel to Philadelphia to play the Eagles on Sunday Night Football, and I'm sure that uh saving Dak Prescott to return against the Eagles, but um, you know if they don't, if you no know, Cooper Rush starts tomorrow, obviously starting tomorrow or next week against the Eagles, these are very true big tasks uh, for you no know, Cooper Rush to show that the Cowboys are legit, and if you no, know, he can go out and get these wins, then the Cowboys, they did very well without uh, Dak Prescott. But, uh, no, once Dak Prescott comes back, you know, he's got a healthy uh, Michael Gallup, who is healthy, had a great game last week returning from an AS- ACL injury. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, who is a top receiver, in my opinion. Um, but, no, this Cowboys team has been doing well without him, and I didn't think they're going to be doing this well. And, like I said, if they can pull off a win tomorrow and a win next Sunday, uh, I think the Cowboys are obviously legit, even especially when um, – Dak Prescott comes back. Um, speaking about more uh, cab, uh, more quarterback news. Uh, the Steelers have officially named Kenny Pickett the starting QB. Uh, head coach uh, Mike Tomlin explained that the offense's uh, overall struggle played a factor in the quarterback change. So he said Mitchell Trubisky's performance was a component of a decision, but not the only uh, component of the decision. Tomlin said Tuesday, according to the team reporter, uh, Dale Loli. I uh, said that's not fair to him, Tom Adams, according to NFL Network's Mike uh, Grafalo. He played better than uh, that description, but we haven't. Um, so Pickett's first start will come against Buffalo Bills on Sunday, which is a very big, and like once again, I'm going to use this word again, another big task. Buffalo's got a really good defense. Uh, Lorcan made his NFL debut in Week 4, placing Mitchell Trubisky after the uh, leader was benched in the second half of the Steelers' 24-20 loss to the New York Jets. So, um, Kenny Pickett completed 10-13 passes for 120 yards and 3 interceptions in his regular season debut. Um, he added 2 rushing touchdowns. Meanwhile, Trubisky exited the contest, having competed, uh, completed 7 of his 13 passes for 84 yards and 1 interception. Uh, so, Kenny Pickett led the Steelers back from 10-6. to six, uh, First half deficit to a 20 to 10 lead early in the uh, fourth quarter. The Jets then scored 14 unanswered points to take the win and drop the Steelers one through this season. So, um, you know, it seems like teams in the um, teams in the AFC North can't hold leads against the. Uh, Against the uh, Jets, you know, you saw the Browns blow that big lead against the Jets, and now the Steelers blow that lead against the Jets. So, I think the uh, teams in the <laughs> NFC North should really watch out for the Jets and uh, having big leads against them. Um, so, Tomlin praised the rookie's pr- uh, pr- uh, preparation for his journey to become the Steelers' starting quarterback. He said, "We have no, uh, for, uh, we have no." Uh, we have no, uh, uh, reservations of, uh, what Kenny is going to be capable of, uh, of terms in, of our, uh, shenanigans. Um, Kenny has shown us a maturity at every component of his progress, Tomlin noted. So, um, now I said it last week on the podcast that, no, the Steelers at one point, they needed to go to Kenny Pickett. Obviously, Mitchell Trubisky wasn't the answer. And, um... Tomorrow's a very big opportunity to show Kenny Pickett you know why he deserved to be drafted in the first round, twentieth overall, against a very 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 big um tough team against the Buffalo Bills with a defense a defense like that. You now if Kenny Pickett can go out there and have the game of his life, um, you now it's all set in stone that he's obviously the starting quarterback and deserves to be the starting quarterback. But uh, tomorrow's a big task against him. Uh, it's like the Steelers are throwing uh him out against a uh, um. Uh, throw to the Wolves. And uh, we're going to, it's going to... be interesting to see, you know, what he can do against a team like the uh, Buffalo Bills. Awesome more quarterback news. Um, the Patriots uh, have set... have signed uh, Garrett Gilbert to the practice squad as Mac Jones, Briar Hoyer Battle Injuries. I have never heard of this guy in my life. Don't know who the hell he is. Um... So Jones is dealing with the high ankle sprain that he sustained during New uh, England's uh, week three loss to the Ravens. Hoyer sustained a concussion during uh, last Sunday's road loss to the Packers. Billy Zappi, who played well after coming in for Hoyer during this past Sunday's game, is the only healthy quarterback on the roster. Uh, Zappi threw for 99 yards and a touchdown to 10, to fit, uh, on 10 of 15 passes against the Packers. Um, New England ended up uh, losing overtime. They fell to 1-3. and three. So he's a 6-0. A six-round pick in 2014 NFL Draft, Gilbert has already had two prior stints with New England and won a Super Bowl as a member of the practice squad when the uh, Patriots won the Super uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Gilbert has spent most of the uh, last season on the Patriots practice squad, uh, despite being signed by Washington after Tyler Hennig and Kyle Allen both placed on the COVID-19 list. Four days after being signed, Gilbert uh, started in Washington's Week 15 game against the Eagles going uh, 20 of 31 for 194 yards in the um, 17 to uh, 27 to 17 loss. So, I, I mean, I don't even remember this dude. I don't. I'm an Eagles fan. I don't even remember him um, starting in that game. So his only NFL start took place in Week Nine of the 2020 season, as he met with the Cowboys facing the undefeated Steelers. Gilbert went uh, 21 for 38 for 243 yards and a touch on interception a 24-19 loss. Uh, he's made uh, eight other regular season appearances. His first one came in a relief duty backup for the member of the Panthers in Week 16 of the 2018 season. He completed two of his three passes, attempts, and a 19-point loss to the Saints. Um, so the Patriots currently are facing uphill battle on the AFC East as they are currently last in the division. On Sunday, New England will face the Alliance team that currently ranks 32nd in scoring defense, 30th in pass, and uh, 30th against a run. Uh, so this really should go well for the Patriots. That's 10th in, uh, in the NFL on uh, rushing led by Damon Harris and Ma- uh, R- Roma- Roman Stevenson. Um, I mean, so, I mean, Billy Zappi is playing a- against a really easy defense tomorrow, but I-, I I never heard of this dude that they signed. Um, I- he's been in the league since 2014. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know who the hell he is, but You know, they need another insurance quarterback just in case if Billy Zappi goes out. But uh, I'm thinking it should be an easy one for the Patriots tomorrow. Um, Facing a very easy defense. But also they're facing the highest scoring offense in the NFL. Uh, But I'll get to my picks after I read some more NFL. Um, More Patriots news. They're expected to sign linebacker uh, Jamie Collins for his fourth stint with the team. Um, He was drafted by the Patriots in 2013. Uh, So... Just to be his. uh... So he spent his first three seasons in the league with the Patriots and helped the uh, Patriots win uh, the Super Bowl over the Seahawks 2014. uh, During his fourth season in the league, the club shipped uh, Collins to the Browns in the middle of the season, and it was one of the most shocking trades of Bill Belichick's tenure. After spending a handful of seasons in Cleveland, Collins was released by the spring in 2019, eventually found his way back to the club for that coming following season. From that one year reunion, he signed a three-year, $30 million deal with the Detroit Lions, who uh, was then led by Matt Patricia. In March of 2020, that stint in Detroit just lasted a season and a half after he was released in the middle of the 2020 campaign. He eventually went back to the Patriots. In 122 career regular season games, Jimmy Collins has totaled 706 tackles, 26.5 sacks, and 39 uh, passes uh, breakups. Um, so this move does give New England, who just surrendered 5.7 yards per carry in the overtime loss to Green Pants Sunday, some depth at the linebacker uh, position, which is uh, someone extremely familiar with the defense. So Collins should end up uh, running, um, should be up and running eventually in short order. So you no, know, it's a good sign for the Patriots. He knows the defense. He's been here uh, with the Patriots four times, and they definitely need uh, that piece in the middle to be able to stop the run. Especially you know, it should be an easy I mean I shouldn't see an easy break tomorrow. Um DeAndre Swift isn't playing. But um not mine seems still can run the ball with uh what the hell's his name? I gotta look up his name, forgetting his name drawn drawing a blank. Jamal Williams, uh who put up uh no did struggle last week, but uh, towards the end of the game he did put up some numbers. But um no it's I think the Patriots need that uh up in the middle so then we get run all over. Also, uh, Odell Beckham um listed his uh, six teams that he could sign for uh, sign with. Uh, so one is the uh, one is the Chargers. Uh, no, they have Super Bowl uh, aspirations. A tough division in which Justin Herbert uh, is posting uh, MVP numbers. Um, he's got Michael Williams, Austin Eckler, and Jared Everett. Uh, but, no, Keenan Allen has been on the hamstring injury, so obviously uh, the Chargers could use him. Uh, the Chiefs, since they lost Tyree Kelly, could be a good option for the Chiefs. The Packers, Packers and wide receivers. They really only got Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. Uh, Sammy Watkins has been a huge disappointment. I don't think Sammy Watkins has even played in a game. You got Alan Lazard, who just came back from injury. I uh, know the Buccaneers could definitely use him. Um, could go back to the Rams, and uh, there's been a lot of rumors that the Bills have been very interested in uh Odell Beckham, so you can add him to go on with Gabe Davis coming off an injury, and Jameson Crowder, who's out indefinitely, and especially Stephon Diggs. So it's going to be interesting to see you know, where Odell Beckham ends up, I'm surprised he's still a free agent at this point in the season. You know, there's a lot of teams out there who need a wide receiver, especially the Patriots. Speak about the Patriots. I'm can go. i going to go back talk about the Patriots. You no, know, Patriots definitely need a uh, wide receiver help. Like I said last week, you know, Nelson Algar isn't number one. Devontae Parker isn't in num- in number one anymore. Um, I don't think Kendrick Bourne's a number one. Um, who's another other dude they got? I can't think of his name. The I, they just need a number one my here and I think old Deb Beckham could be that. But another reason why I think a lot of teams are iffy on signing him is the fact that he's just coming off an ACL, an, an ACL injury. But, you know, I... I, I if I'm a team that needs help at wide receiver, I'm going to go and I'm going to go sign him. Um, I think eventually he'll be signed. I will not be surprised if he goes back to Baltimore. This is the list I wanted to read. So it appears to reveal the five teams he'd uh, like to be interested in joining when he's ready to return. Uh, so it's pretty much the same teams are on the list that I've read before. Chiefs, Packers, Rams, Bills, and Ravens. Um, the only thing that wasn't on the list I read before was the, uh, was the Ravens. And uh, some of the biggest news coming out of the NFL is uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Butchin are both hiring divorce attorneys. I'm sure a lot of this has to do with the fact that, you know, he retired after retiring for, he's been retired for, what was it, 45 days or something like that, 47 days. He turned around and said, I'm coming back. And I think Giselle, no, Giselle hasn't been at any of the games this season. It just he has been at the games, no Giselle. And I think at that point when he came back, Giselle said, you know what? You said you are going to retire. You said you were done with football. You retired for 40-something days. You turn around and you go right back to football. I'm done. I want you to be done. And it's obviously that you don't care. You choose family over football. Or football over family, as I should say. So, um, so Tom Brady and Supermodel and Giselle Bachelor both have re- uh, retained divorce attorneys' uh NBC News confirmed Tuesday that the hires could sign a possible uh, entity to their high-profile uh, marriage. Brady and the Tampa Buccaneers quarterback in Butchin, the uh, Brazilian fashion fixture, have been married since early 2009 and have two children together. Um, Brace also has a 15-year-old son from pre- previous relationship with uh, ac- uh, actress uh, Bridget Monaghan. So uh, Tom Brady, 45, the seven-time Bowl champion, announced retirement uh, this year before changes mind just a few weeks later. Uh, Jill Butchen had uh, telegraphed that she's not thrilled with Tom Brady's continuous football career. I obviously have my concerns. This is a very violent sport, and I have my children. I would like to have him more present, she uh, told uh, Eway Magazine. Um, I definitely had those conversations with him over and over again, but immediately I feel that everybody has to make the decision that works for them. He needs to follow his journey too. Uh, so Tom Brady took an 11-day break from the Buccaneers training camp in August with the team uh, due to personal uh, things. And I remember back in August you know, when this happened, Ryan said it's a divorce. And I didn't think it was a divorce. I said maybe. And it uh, seems like no, that that was the case. You know, with that eleven-day break, I think they were talking it over, and obviously they came to terms that the divorce is the best thing to do. Uh, As about his absence upon his return, uh, Tom Brady told reporters, "I'm 45 years. Five, I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of shit going on. Braves off to a slow start to uh, start the season." Uh, by his uh, lofty standards, he's uh, thrown 1,058 yards, six touchdowns, good for eighth and tenth, and the best in the league through those four games. So Forbes ranked Tom Brady as the most as the uh, ninth highest-paid athlete this year. Um, you no, know, it's unfortunate that you no, know, the both of them got to go through this, and it's unfortunate the kids got to go through this. No, um, both pounds getting a divorce, and a lot of people go through this, a lot of kids go through this, and uh, it's a shitty thing to go through see your parents go through this, but you know, um, you know, she didn't want him to play and he retired. He ended up going back and playing, and it obviously pissed her off. Um, but you know, it's unfortunate that the kids have to see the both parents go through this, and it, like I said, sucks when you no know, kids got to go through this or anyone goes through this, but um. You know, next thing we're going to talk about is uh, I'm going to jump into some NBA news. And uh, the biggest work from the NBA is Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Uh, I'm sure we all saw that video. Uh, at practice, I guess Draymond, uh, Jordan Poole, from what I've seen, I don't know if it's true or not. kept running his mouth or something or something was going on. And Draymond Green went over there and absolutely clocked him. And Draymond Green 6'9". 200-something pounds, 200-something pounds. And there's some force behind that punch, and he dropped Jordan Poole. He put Jordan Poole to sleep. He connected it right on the jaw. Um, but no, the Warriors could discipline Draymond Green after the uh, after the whole situation with Jordan Poole. Um, so, like I said, uh, Jordan being, Jordan Green forcefully struck and Poole after heated uh, interaction during practice, and the two were then separated swiftly. Um, Poole and Green were uh, reportedly. Pushing, shoving each other uh, over before the uh, fight happened. The practice was halted following the skirmish. Uh, the tension between Pool and Green have been brewing since the beginning of training camp. So, Dream uh, Green's decision to punch short and Pool is partly due to the uh, respective contract situation, adds uh, Vincent Godwill. Both players uh, are extension and eligible, but it only appears that Poole is receiving a new deal. Which, you no, know, I don't. I mean, I don't blend their words at this point. You know, Jordan Poole is young and Draymond Green is getting older. Not saying that I wouldn't take uh, Grim, Draymond Green on the Celtics. I would absolutely take Draymond Green on the Celtics. You, know, you need that kind of guy that's on the court that can get in people's heads, and Draymond Green does that. Um, so, uh, Jordan Poole active professionally throughout training camp as contract navigations. But both, uh, between both sides, sources told Goodwill that teammates have noticed that change behavior, according to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. So, Adrian uh, Green uh, expresses doubts regarding uh, an extension during the Warriors media day. The former defensive player of the year uh, contests the market next season. If he declines his 27.5 million option for 2023 20, 2024, 20, Green apparently believes he's uh, earned max extension, which I think he does. Especially he played during the finals against the Celtics. He definitely deserves max uh, contract. So uh, Jordan Poole is eligible for a five-year, 186 uh, rookie extension until October 17th, which is uh, now six days from now, uh, which kicked off, uh, which kicked, uh, which will kick in following the 2022-2023 campaign. The 23-year-old will become a restricted free agent next summer if the two sides can't strike a deal beforehand. So, uh, like I said prior, Jordan Poole is a key part of the Warriors' championship run last season. The fourth-year reserve averaged 17 points on 50.8 uh, 50.8 percent shooting, including 39 uh, percent uh, from the mark across two playoff performance appearances. So, I mean, the Warriors got to figure what they want to do here. Do they keep Jordan Poole, a young 23-year-old player, and give him the extension, or do they give it to uh, Draymond Green? Um, but you know, it's crazy it happened. No, but it shows that Draymond Green doesn't take shit from anybody. And if you no, know, they do end up giving that contract to Jordan Poole, I obviously see Draymond Green leaving. Um, that's so crazy. I mean, Draymond Green laid his ass out. And also, the uh, Miami Heat and Tyler Herro got a four-year uh, deal, hundred thirty million dollar extension. Uh, so it also includes um. Up to 10 million incentives, a source told Miami Herald's Anthony uh, Chang. So he averaged a career best uh, 20.7 points and 4.0 assists in 66 games last season. Um, so Pat Riley said Tyler is an impact uh, player. I'm excited to have signed him for the next five years. Uh, his improvement uh, every year since we drafted uh, him led to this day. So we believe he'll continue to get better. So our hero said re- recently said Miami's ascension offer had to be the right number in order for him to sign. If he hadn't agreed to the deal before October seventeenth, he would have become restricted free agent on July first. Um, spent his first three seasons with Miami since being drafted by them third overall twenty nineteen. Uh, he's won the si- He won the sixth man uh, the year sixth man award uh, last year. Uh, I think he deserves it. You know, uh, be able to come off the bench and average 20.7 points per game. Uh, he absolutely 100% deserves it. So his new deal runs through the 2026-2020 season. Miami has had Bam bio and Jimmy Butler under contract through 2025-2026, so the band is staying together. Um, you know, me made the uh, Eastern Conference Finals last year, and I think they're built to do it again. Um, so I 100% agree with this, he absolutely deserves this. I'm going to uh, talk about some hockey news. Um, the Islanders have signed forward uh, Matthew Brazil an eight-year extension on uh, Tuesday. His new impact uh, has reported an aver- a- a- average annual of $9.50 million, according to Sportnet's Elliot Friedman. Uh, Brazil has uh, one more season remaining on his current contract uh, with a cap hit of $7 million. He, could have, he could have become a free reagent agent following the 2022-23 season. So uh, recently, uh, so uh, he recently expressed his desire to stay with the Islanders and he said he's willing to sign an extension uh, before the start of the season. Islanders general manager Lou Lemurio said he wanted uh, Brazil to uh, put pen to paper prior to the new season so that uh, navigations wouldn't become distraction per the uh, the Athletics, uh, Kevin Kurz. Uh, so he came out and said, I generally love it here. I think anyone who plays here knows it's one of the uh, top places to play in the league. After the news deal broke from the, uh, the practice rink, uh, we have on um, the voids in the locker room, Lou Bean, I uh, hear a fresh coaching staff, the city itself, the lifestyle is elite. Uh, like the Islanders as a whole, Brazil uh, found, floundered a bit in 2021 he put Carrillo a uh, low 15 goals, 73 games lost, seeing a slight dip in his ice time despite his struggles. Uh, he still led the team with points, 59 uh, for the fifth consecutive season. Uh, additionally, uh, among the All-Islanders skates uh, to log at least 500 minutes at 5-on-5 time. Uh, Brazil's 2.79 expected goals per 60 minutes was the best among them on the team. Um, sucked by the Islanders in the first round of the 2015 draft, he's uh had three hundred eleven goals in three hundred sixty two contests. Um, that's crazy. Three hundred eleven goals, uh, three hundred eleven points. My bad in uh, three hundred sixty two contests. I mean, if he scored that many fucking goals in three hundred sixty two contests, Jesus. Um, the, missed the playoffs last season after making two trips uh to the conference finals. Uh, I like his game. Know he deserves it. You know his numbers did dip last year, but I think he'll uh, find his groove again and get back uh, to putting up numbers. Also, some uh, Bruins news: uh, Taylor Hall expect to uh, be week tweaked with the uh, upper body injury. So, Jim um, Montgomery told reporters Sunday, uh, he added that uh, Hall's injury is a bit more significant than the team uh, expected. Uh, so the winners expected to uh, plan the line with David Krejci, David Pasnak, but Montgomery said he would be looking like, uh, it would be now looking like Pavel Azaka uh, will take his place. Uh, so the uh, team intentionally tapped Zaka to fill in for Andrew on alongside Priest Bergeron, Trig Jake DeBusk to start a new uh, campaign. But the Bruins will now uh, addition AJ Gere, Nick Filango, uh Trent Frederick in that spot. According to Atlantic's uh, Flato uh, Shad- Shaznawaza, uh, Bruins rookie uh, Fabian uh had to sit, had to exit Saturday's contest after getting uh, crunched along the boards by Flyers defenseman Romius uh, Um So Hall ranked uh, on the fourth on the team with sixty-one points in eighty-one games last year. Uh, he had twenty-eight goals, forty-seven assists, 97 games as a Bruin. The Buffalo Sabers Buffalo traded him to the Bruins ahead of the twenty-twenty-one trade deadline. Uh, so Boston is already short-handed before Paul's injury, Hall's injury. So he joins Brad Marshawn, Charlie Coyle, Matt uh, Grizzlick on the shelf. Uh, so the Bruins opened up against uh, the uh, Washington Capitals October 12th. So, the, I mean, I don't know how the Bruins are going to be this year. they got a bunch of players on, uh, in, uh, on the injured list. I don't think Brad Marshawn's returning until, I think it was November. And um, Charlie... And Charlie uh, McAvoy is not returning until I think December, so the Bruins are going to be out now a lot of players, and I really don't know how well they're going to be this year. Um, they're missing a lot of good players. Now we're going to jump into some baseball, and this uh, I forgot to do my football picks. We'll get to those to end the podcast. Um, so the Red Sox are already had multiple meetings with Xander guards, which I, I, I hope they sign him. Um, so Red Sox's uh, executives, including owner John Henry and chairman Tom Werner, have already met with uh, the all-star shortstop to try to uh, navigate a new deal, sources told Shane uh, McAdams of the Boston Journal. Uh, the sides have reportedly had several meetings over the last week. Exan Bolgarts, who's earned his fourth career all-star now this summer, is wildly expected to opt out of his contract test free agency. He can officially do so once the playoffs ends. Uh, Red Sox chief uh, baseball Officer uh, Chain Bloom said Tuesday that uh, retaining Bogarts is a team's uh, top uh, offseason priority. I uh, said the progress is going to start right away from our end. Bloom said, according to uh, Alex Speier of the Boston Globe, we haven't found out the path yet, and we have, uh, and we still want to. We're going to work uh, really hard at it. So uh, he has you no. Know, he's been a key player for the Red Sox over the last 10 seasons. He's won four Silver Sluggers while helping the team. Uh, Earned five player uh, bursts. He's won two World Series titles. Uh, I know he's 30 years old, but he's uh, enjoyed a, a career year this season, hitting 307, 377, 456 with 15 home runs and th- uh, 73 runs batted in. Probably going to win another sliver slugger award. He finished third in the American League in batting average and ranked uh, top 10 in a slew of other uh, offensive categories. So besides Alexander Bogart, he's in the only uh, big name who could uh, uh, leave Boston this last season as Jada Martinez is also a pending free agent. I mean, I don't see the Red Sox bring back Jada Martinez. He's 35 years old, had a good five years in Boston. I mean, I, I love Jada Martinez, one of my favorite players. I don't want him to go, but being 35 years old, I mean, you got to move on from him. Uh, no, but these last five years with Jada Martinez has been incredible and it wasn't for him uh, in 2018. He was one of the big pieces of why the Red Sox won the World Series. Also, uh, Rafael Devers is about to enter his final season before the free agency, uh, though he's still without a long-term deal. Bloom said that the team would like to negotiate a deal with him as well. Uh, the Red Sox, not good this year, 78-84. and 84. That's their worst record since 2015. Um, no, I hope the Red Sox can get this done, especially with Rafael Devers too. I don't want to see Sam in another uniform. Um, no, they they gotta go. They gotta resign this guy. Yeah, he's been the heart and soul of the Red Sox since coming up in 2013. Uh, one of the hearts and souls, and uh, it's gonna suck to see him walk away. And to be honest, I think the, one of the things that uh, might make him leave is the fact that they brought in. Uh, Trevor Story on the five-year deal, the six-year deal, whatever it was, he saw that and he said, "So you're already going to replace me?" They've been talking to me about contracts, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you no know, um, Trevor Story will be their full-time second baseman if they can get this deal done with uh, Book Buckhartz, which I really hope they do, and also, um, and they got to get the deal done for Rafael Devers. And on more news. Uh, the Angels and Shoyatani avoid uh operation with a record uh one year thirty million dollar deal. Uh so degree to the uh, one year thirty million dollar contract for the twenty twenty three to avoid operation. The club announced Saturday. So he's uh who he's still eligible to become a free agent after next season, which seemed the largest uh, salary ever for an uh for uh operation uh, eligible player. He's earning five point five million for the twenty two campaign. Uh so the two-time All-Star's $24.5 million, uh raise also shatters a $9.6 million increase. Uh, New York Mets ace uh, Jacob deGrom received November 2019. He's pointing to get another uh, unexpected uh, another, an, unrespected, what the hell's wrong with me? Um, no, he's putting up another fantastic season after capturing the AL MVP honors in 2021. Uh, he's gone deep 34 times with 94 runs batted in. And has a .888 OPS over 152 games. Um, you know he's even better as a pitcher. Uh, a 2.35 ERA with 213 strikeouts over 161 innings, 27 starts. Uh, you know it's good that the Angels did this, but uh, I, I definitely see him leaving after uh, next season. Um, no. Just that, you know, I thought that duo of him, Mike Trout, was going to be good. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, it's been good, but this team has been able to get to the playoffs since 2014. And I definitely see him leave. I see him going to a team that's going to contend for a championship. Um, I just, and I don't think that's the, uh, I don't think that's the Angels. I don't see him staying there. Um, also, uh, Aaron Judge is a new single-season single season, uh, American home run king. Uh, he hit a 62nd home run to lead off this, uh, the second game uh, of Tuesday's doubleheader against New York Rangers, breaking Roger Merrick's franchise AL record that uh, stood since 1961. And his right-handed uh, Jesse uh, Tantron becomes the answer to a, um, a funny, a WS uh, trivia question it's running the record, breaking the solo bomb. Upon uh, watching number 62 sail into the seats, the Yankees deco immediately erupted, every player coming uh, out to meet Aaron Judge. And the celebration is on. Now I've covered a lot of teams where there are people that some people didn't like and some people liked, and there were cliques and things like that. I don't think there's a person on this roster that begrudges Aaron Judge this moment. They were all pulling for him. It was wearing on everybody over the last week or so. So, um, that's crazy. Roger Moore, uh, Maris's record stood for 61 years before Aaron Judge surpassed him. And I, I don't see anyone passing Aaron Judge for a while either. So he said, in my book, it's just another day. Aaron Judge said after the game, according to the press. Press. Uh, well, Judge uh, has sold possession in the A.L. milestone. He uh, was still uh, shy overall of the uh, record held by Barry Bonds. Star Roads. Uh, hit 73 home runs in 2001. Star Roads. Aaron Judge, who was uh, removed in the second inning, has Wednesday's, uh, well, this is old, so I don't think he even played in Wednesday's game. The four-time All-Star and the two-time Silver Slugger now becomes the seventh most uh, profilic home run uh, season over and sits behind uh, three other hitters. So Barry Bonds, I wrote this last week. Barry Bonds, 73-2001. Mark McGuire, steroids, 1998-70. I hit 70, my bad. Sammy Sosa, 1998 66, Sturroids. um Douglas uh, is Mark McGuire, 1999 65, Roads. Sammy Sosa, 2001 64, Sturroids. And Sammy Sosa, 1999 63. So, Aaron Judge is a pending free agent. I think he will be turning down a seven year, $213.5 million contract before uh, the season began. Um, probably going to the MVP, no doubt about it. Uh, perhaps even more amazingly, Aaron Judge is chasing uh, his first triple crown since Cabrera in tw- uh, 2012. On top of that, in homers, his uh, 131 run bad batted, batted and placed him in first in the AL. Uh, so he didn't get the uh, triple crown because he ranks second behind Luis uh, Ariza, who hit um, three fifteen. But no, congratulations to Aaron Judge. You know, that's awesome. Um, I love this dude's game. One of the best hitters in baseball when healthy. And I'm really looking forward to see what's going to happen in free agency. If he's going to sign with the Yankees. If he's going to... Go, I mean, I, I know I'm going way out of my way. If he's going to sign with the Red Sox. Is he going to go somewhere else? Is he going to go sign with the Giants? Because if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Aaron Judge is a run from that area. Um, let me look this up. So he's from California. I mean, could he go to the Angels? Team up with Aaron... Uh, team up with... Uh, Shoyatani Itani, Mike Chow, and Anthony Rendon. Uh, I know Anthony Rendon has been injured uh, this season and last season. You no, know, Could he possibly go there? Or could somehow, um, some way find his way in the Dodgers? But it's going to be interesting to see you know, where Aaron Judge is going to go from here. He's gonna, I mean, I possibly, I see there's three teams I honestly see him going with. I could see him going to the Giants. Giants got the money. I see him staying in New York. And uh, a one shot biased. I could possibly see him go to the Red Sox. Um, but... You know, congratulations to Aaron Judge hitting um, number 62. And um, I did my uh, MLB uh, playoff bracket challenge. I had the uh, Blue Jays over the Mariners, Guardians over the Rays, Mets over the Padres. Uh, Phillies over the Cardinals, then in the ALDS have the Astros over the Blue Jays, the Yankees over the uh, Guardians, um, Dodgers over the Mets, uh, Braves over the Phillies, then the ALCS, I got the uh, Astros over the Yankees, um, Dodgers over the uh, Braves in the World Series, I know, I mean, I'm sure every, most people doing these things most baseball analysts had the World Series as Dodgers Astros. I know it's un- I'm I'm unoriginal. Um, I don't want to see this World Series. I mean, my first original pick back. I mean, a few months ago was the uh, Phillies over the Mariners, which that'd be a good World Series. I, I mean, I would not want to see Dodgers versus Astros again. Um, but I mean, I, I know it's unoriginal, and a lot of people are probably picking the same thing I did. But I got the uh, Dodgers of the Astros. Uh, speaking about yesterday's games uh before we get there uh Tony La Russa, which is probably good he says uh he's st- he's stepping down over health concerns says I did not uh, I didn't I did not do my job in 2022 um, so uh he said in this February, I had a uh, peacemaker installed and uh, was cleared by my doc. Was cleared by my doctors uh, to begin the spring training as scheduled. A periodic check uh, of the device later found a no a problem during batting practice on August 30th, I was informed of the issue, taken uh, out of uniform, tested by doctors next day. The solution was to update the uh, peacemaker in Arizona, and for me, not to return as a manager without medical clearance. During an, an annual private exam after the first of the year, a second health issue was diagnosed. I decided to delay uh, confronting it in, until the end of the season. While I was inactive with the Peacemaker, the second issue was analyzed. The result is that the uh, corrective plan has been developed uh, by the medical team and the uh, implementations has begun. I informed that the White Sox of the second issue when I was out of, the, out of uniform day with the Peacemaker. Uh, as I have stated previously I continue to request privately privacy related to my health issues and I anticipate those who have respect my request my overall prognosis is good and I want to thank everyone who has reached out uh, reached out with me uh, with uh, well which is uh, related to my health um, I'm not reading all that that's a lot so um, LaRusso's second uh, tenure with the uh, White Sox in disappointment. The White Sox, after the uh, 2020 season, parted ways with then-manager Rick uh, Renteria. Despite the fact he guided them to the first postseason appearance in 2008, by all accounts, the surprise decision was forced by owner Jerry uh, uh, Reinsdorf. But I guess uh, there's a lot of uh, tension right now in Chicago with the White Sox. I saw this thing on Twitter the other day, which I should have saved it. Um, Who then... uh, who then decade of the hiring of Tony Lusa, despite not having managed since 2011, uh, Tony Lusa originally managed the White Sox under uh, Ryan Zoros from 1979 and part uh, partway through the 1986 season. During that uh, first year, uh, Tony Lusa led them to a 19, to 99 win season, division title in 1983. So his second round second with Chicago yield in American League central division title in 2021. However, the team's winning percentage actually uh, declined to our uh, team's final year in tw, uh, Renteria's final in- year in twenty twenty, the White Sox also in twenty twenty were bounce on the postseason. The first round, things got worse in twenty twenty two. Despite playing the weakest division in baseball, the White Sox under uh, Tony Lewis weren't able to overcome the rash of injuries. They just spent eight days in first place and none after April twentieth. Uh, the team eventually saw uh, better uh results under in interim replacement Miguel Caro, but they weren't able to catch the Cleveland Guardians. Um. Yeah, I just. I mean, I don't know why they brought him back. I don't know why they even want them to manage. He's almost eighty years old. Uh, very disappoint uh, disappointment for uh, I'm sure for Chicago fans, um, especially at the last season. No, they were very good last year, come this year, all these injuries happen. This happens with him, and there's a lot more happening in Chicago. So I I'm really interested to see what's going to go on, um. Rest of the ways. So uh, yesterday. Like I said, uh, the wild card series started. Max Scherzer did not pitch well at all. He was early after allowing four home runs to the Padres in game one. Machado trying to add on. Faces this to left. Will it stay? Enough! It does! Another home run by the Padres. The fourth allowed by Scherzer. 7 nothing. Sanchez. So, uh, Max Sergers, uh started seven earned runs and allowed four home runs over four and two third, inni- two third innings. He was moved off the field after he of the final home win to Mariano Machado. He said, I'm disappointed, said the uh, Scherzer said finally, 7 1 loss, according to James Ranger of the New York Times. Baseball can take you to the highest of heights and the lowest of lows. And this is one of the lows of lows. The veteran hurler added, he isn't hurt, but he was, wasn't uh, getting the ride he usually does on his fastballs. Uh, Sergio has never allowed more than two round uh, trippers over 27 post appearances. 2020 starts before Josh Bell, Trent Risham, and Jerkson Profar and Machado took him deep. Uh, the Padres homered four times in a game. Uh, the Padres homered four times in a game twice a season. Uh, Sergio, a three-time Cy Young winner, posted a 2.29 ERA and a uh, 0.90 WHIP in 10.7 K nine. 145 one innings in his first campaign with the Mets. So he did have a good regular season, but you know, just last night, you no, know, I mean, every pitch is going to have the type of game he did, um, and hopefully, it doesn't happen again because if the Mets lose today, I know he's not pitching. Jacob DeGround's pitching tonight, but if Mets lose today, Mets are all done. I believe that's how it works, right? Best um, of three. I uh, know, so they got a yeah, so I don't know. I'm stupid, um. But no, just a very, very bad game for uh, Max Surgery yesterday. Also, the Phillies were down uh, two to nothing in the uh, going to the top of the ninth. And I was watching this game, and a little thing popped up. A little stat popped up and said the uh, St. Louis Cardinals are ninety three and all while uh, having a lead going into the ninth inning. And uh, yeah, that didn't work out too well from the yesterday. So the Phillies uh, showcased plenty of uh, uh, plucky resistance all season, bouncing back from a poor start, then farming they managed to qualify for the postseason for the first time in uh, 11 years. Um, even against, uh, so Philly, uh, the Phillies rallied for six runs in the ninth inning, silencing a sellout crowd at Bush Stadium after sending uh, Gene Sugar uh, and the Phillies six to a 6 3 victory victory in the opening game of the National League Wild Card Series. So uh, it was the first time in 94 postseason games at the St. Louis, an 11-time World Series champion, blown a lead after two runs going to the final frame. Um, so uh, Alec uh, Boehm said, uh, it's what we do, we fight. Uh, he, so he was plunked in the shoulder by Carlos closer Ryan Hensley uh, with the bases loaded to drive in the first run. He says, we never, uh, we're, never at, we're, we're never out of it. That's uh, that's just kind of who we are. So, X how uh, it felt in the dugout during the go-ahead uh, by the f- rally. Phillies manager Rob Thompson, who replaced George Ricardy after the poor start this year, replied simply, "Electric, um, absolutely crazy." You no, know, at. I- Yes, so I was right. So I'm jumping back previous. So uh, the Phillies will try to go for wild card sweep on Saturday night when they uh, send right hand Aaron Nola, who is 11-13 this year, to 3.25 ERA on the mound. So if the so if the Mets do lose today, they're done. So I was right. Um, but I mean, it's crazy that you no know, Phillies you no know, because going in, I thought the Phillies we're going to obviously lose that game. And the fact that they would be able to rally around score six runs in the ninth inning, uh, the Cardinals, oh, you know, there's do or die for the Cardinals tonight. Um, but now, I, I would really like to see Apple Holes go on top and win one more World Series, especially the season he had this year. Uh, hit joined the 700 club, and he was actually going to retire back in June. At one point in June, he was hitting 198. But, um... No turns around because it's a 700 club, and I'm happy he did that. <clears throat> in the uh, two other games out in the AL, uh, the Mariners blanked the Blue Jays in the season uh, in the wild-card opener. Um, so, Luis Calicio and, uh, and- uh, Andreas uh, Monzo combined on a shutout. Uh, Calvary hit a two-run homer, and the Mariners won their first postseason the game since 2001, beating the Blue Jays 4-0, uh, Yurgo Sanchez had two hits and two arms batted, in, and rookie Julio Rodriguez reached base three times and scored twice for the Mariners, who can wrap up the series with the game to win on Saturday. Uh, the series winner uh, plays uh, the Houston Astros in the division series starting Tuesday in Texas. Um, so Kaliso said it was a very good, good thing out there and, and having the lead, um, said through a translator. Uh, he said that gives me a little extra energy when I go out on the mound. Uh, throwing two different kinds of fastballs at 100 miles an hour and the changeup at 90 miles an hour. Uh, he sh- uh, started six singles in, in uh, seven, uh, seven one-third innings. He struck out five and walked, uh, none, forcing the second highest, uh, facing the second highest scoring team in the AL. He says, when you got two pitchers over ninety nine, and that were uh, going two different ways, that makes it tough, Blue Jays infielder, what Merrifield said. forgot he was on him." Um... No, I'm happy for the Mariners. I really hope the Mariners win this series because, no, these fans deserve to have a playoff series. And it's been 21 years since they've been in the playoffs. And the fact if if they went today, how rowdy would these Mariners fans be with the playoff series in Seattle? Because the Wild Card Series, the highest seed you play three games there. And it's unfortunate that, no, they... No, they can't do. You no, know, uh, one, 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 and one. If that may, I make that wouldn't make any sense. But if this team can close out today, and when this series when they play Houston goes back to Seattle, these fans are gonna be crazy, and though know, these fans are on a high. These fans are on cloud nine. These fans deserve this. I really like to see the Seattle Mariners. Uh, no. Playing style during the playoffs, and these fans really deserve it. I really hope it happens. And um, last, but last, not, last, and not least, before I get to my um, NFL picks, which I shared them before, the Cleveland Guardians uh, win Game One, beat the Rays two to one. Uh, Jose Ramirez connected and a two-run home and Shane Bieber dominated Tampa Bay for seven innings. And uh, the Guardians played with uh, poison the first uh, postseason debut, beating the Rays two to one in the Wild Card on Friday. Um, now good for the Guardians, are Guardians, I do not think they're going to be here at this point. I do not think they're going to uh, be in the playoffs, but you still can't count up the Rays. But I, uh, you can't count up the Rays. But one thing about the Rays, Rays were on a terrible slump to end the season. I think they were 8 18 to end the season. They got swept by one of the, by, by the, by the Red Sox who were dumpster fire this season. Um, But no, uh, once again, this is another do or die for the raises uh, for the race to, uh, race today. Um, but I mean, if whoever wins the series is not beating the Yankees because I'm pretty sure the winner does. Yeah, because I said my prediction. Um, one of these two teams will not be playing. Uh, be beating New York. But uh, anyways, let me get to my football picks, and uh, we'll sign off on the podcast. So this season, I'm not too hot. I'm 33 and 31. I checked the Broncos on uh, Thursday night. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Giants-Packers. I'm taking the Packers in this one. Um, next game, we got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers-Buffalo Bills. You no, know, Kenny Pickett facing a very good Buffalo team. Very good Buffalo defense. I think Buffalo's defense will get pressure on Kenny on uh, Kenny Pickett. So I'm going with Buffalo. Uh, Chargers-Cleveland. Uh, going to go with the Chargers in this one. Uh, Vikings, Bra- uh, Vikings, Bears. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings in this one. Then we got the Patriots and Lions. No, this is a tough one. Uh, Patriots secondary is kind of weak. I don't know if Amar Ross St. Brown's going to play. Um, S- Lions got a very high scoring offense, but they again they got the uh, worst defense in the league. Um, but coming into this game, I'm, I'm due to the fact that. You know, Billy Zappi's playing. Billy Zappi did decent against the Packers. um, But I'm going to go with the Lions in this one. Just due to the fact that uh, the Patriots... I mean, both defenses are really not that good. But, you know, Packers... Packers. uh, Lions got a high-scoring offense. So I'm going to go with the uh, Lions in this one. Uh, You know, Saints, uh, Seahawks... I'm going to go with the Seahawks in this... uh, The Saints in this one. Uh, Even though the Seahawks, they just did score 48 points against a terrible Lions defense. Um... I'm going to go with the Saints in this one. Uh, Dolphins, Jets, I'm going to go with the uh, Dolphins. Buccaneers, Falcons, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Uh, Titans, Commanders, I'm going to go with the Titans. and uh, Houston, uh, Jacksonville, uh, I'm going to Jacksonville in this one. Texas offense is really not that good. I think Jacksonville's defense is going to have a very good game against that uh, offense. Then we got the San Francisco 49ers over the Carolina Panthers. Then we got the Los Angeles Rams over the Cowboys. Than the uh, Eagles, uh, Cardinals. This is a big test for Eagles. Cardinals are a very good team, in my opinion. I know they're sitting at two and two, um, but this is a very big test for the Eagles. The Eagles struggling in Arizona. I forget what the record is in Arizona recently, but they're not good in Arizona. But I got the Eagles win this one. Uh, Ravens, Bengals. I got the Ravens winning this one. The Monday Night Football. We got the Chiefs and Raiders. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs to win that game. Anyways, anyways, guys, if you guys listen this far, you know, I really do appreciate you guys. Thanks for the support you guys show the podcast. Um, enjoy football tomorrow. If you guys watch college football, it's on right now. TCU and Kansas is about to start. Enjoy college football. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You guys are truly the best. And you guys will be hearing me next Saturday. As usual. Take care. Spike, you're here. Woo-woo-woo. You know it.